Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Paleo Valley, and I want to tell you about their amazing super greens, organic super greens powder. And the reason why I love super greens is because of the chlorophyll content. Most people don't know a whole lot about chlorophyll, but but it's what gives plants their green color, and it actually takes biophotons from the sun and turns them into energy within the plant. Chlorophyll is amazing for our blood purification, detoxification, and mitochondrial health. When we consume chlorophyll, it helps our mitochondria produce energy more effectively, helps our blood flow and blood pressure uh, function more optimally, and helps oxygenate the deep tissues of our body. So it's really powerful. The problem is it's hard to eat enough plant foods to get enough chlorophyll. And a lot of people really struggle. Their digestive systems really struggle to break down a lot of the plant fibers. So one of the best ways to get a clinical dose of chlorophyll is through a super greens powder. And that's why I love the organic super greens because it's all organic. And on top of that, there's no added sugars in it. They also have a whole bunch of other uh, digestive supportive superfoods. They've got digestive enzymes, ginger, lemon, beet, a whole bunch of different superfoods that support digestion and have and are rich in polyphenols that help bring down inflammation in the body and support the microbiome. And it doesn't contain any cereal grasses, wheatgrass, barley grass, oat, rye grass. There's a lot of different individuals, particularly people with chronic inflammation and autoimmune conditions that struggle with cereal grasses because they contain a compound, a lectin, called wheat germ agglutin, which is highly inflammatory and can be very gut irritating. And so organic super greens by Paleo Valley is the only greens powder that's super rich in chlorophyll, but doesn't contain the WGA. So guys, you can check it out and save 15% off any of the Paleo Valley products, including their organic super greens. Just go to paleovalley.com forward slash jockers. That's paleovalley.com forward slash jockers to save 15% off. And what I do with the greens powder is I just take a scoop in water a day. Every day, I usually have it after my lunch with a little bit of magnesium powder. And it is amazing. Tastes great and gives me great energy, mental clarity, supports detoxification, good blood flow and oxygenation to really help me get everything I need from my day. So guys, check it out again, paleovalley.com forward slash jockers, and that will save you 15% off. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic is the connection between leaky gut and leaky heart, or really all cardiovascular types of problems. My guest is Dr. Jack Wolfson, the paleocardiologist. He wrote a best-selling book called The Paleocardiologist. Just a really great guy, natural health doctor, natural heart doctor, um, although he's conventionally trained as a cardiologist and uh, he has an amazing following. You can check him out at naturalhealthdoctor.com. And we are talking all about the connection between gut issues, gut infections, 
leaky gut syndrome and how that impacts your blood pressure, your cholesterol, how that impacts uh, your endothelial lining of your blood vessels and can cause all different types of cardiovascular issues and how taking good care of your gut, eating the right foods and all the different strategies that I talk about all the time in my podcast, how that improves all, all cardiovascular related health outcomes. And we know heart disease, of course, is the number one killer in our society. And so we've got to do everything we can to take care of our heart. And it starts by taking care of our gut. So you guys are going to get a lot out of this. If you know anybody dealing with blood pressure issues, cholesterol issues, um, any sort of heart related issues, maybe they've had a heart surgery in the past, please share this podcast with them. It can literally change and save their lives. So please do that. And if you've not left us a five-star review, now is the time to do that as well. Just go to Apple iTunes, scroll to the bottom where it says reviews, leave us a five-star review. That helps us reach more people and impact more lives with this message. Thank you so much for doing that. Let's go into the show. Well, today we're exploring this connection between leaky gut and leaky heart. And always always uh, an honor to talk with Dr. Jack Wolfson. He's somebody I really look up to, uh, you know, conventionally trained cardiologist, but now he's a paleocardiologist. He's a natural heart doctor. And so, um, Dr. Jack, welcome to the summit. Thank you so much, Dr. David. It's a pleasure to be on. Pleasure to speak with you again. I appreciate everything you're doing. And again, thank you for the opportunity for me to share this information with, uh, with the audience. Yeah, for sure. And so let's start by talking about this connection between leaky gut and leaky heart. You know, Hippocrates, I think he was the first to say, you know, look to the gut, right. As kind of, you know, as, as, as kind of a cause of chronic disease. He also talked about the spine. So he was trying to go upstream when it came to root cause factors. And of course, you know, he was a Greek doctor, right. So this is back in like ancient, ancient Greece. And he started talking about these connections, but of course we didn't have a whole lot of science science to really back that up back in those days. But what are we seeing now in the science when it comes to leaky gut and leaky heart or just really cardiovascular issues in general? I think, you know, ultimately that, uh, you know, my wife told me this in, in the beginning when I first met her and she opened up my eyes to what it means to be a real doctor, to me, what it means to be uh, healthy for me to kind of get out of the sickness paradigm after working in the hospitals for 16 years in the biggest cardiology group in the state of Arizona with angiograms, pacemakers, and seeing all the sickness. And she told me that health starts, you know, in the gut. And I, and certainly her as a doctor of chiropractic, of course, the, you know, the spine is intimately intertwined with, with the heart and with the, and with the gut, you know, from your mouth to your, to the end of your, you know, intestines. And that understanding that, gastrointestinal health is important. Now, again, the medical literature has caught up with us, right? So, you know, you and I dive into the medical literature and we see all the information about the gut microbiome as it relates to conditions like high blood pressure, coronary artery disease, abnormal lipids, cardiomyopathy, uh, palpitations, atrial fibrillation. That's all very clear in the medical literature. So again, we're looking at the gut microbiome and then we're looking at intestinal permeability, or in the case of what's commonly referred to as leaky gut, intestinal hyperpermeability, where all the things you don't want into your body, uh, they get in because of this intestinal hyperpermeability. And then ultimately what happens is, is and I coined the, the phrase, I'm the first one to say it, I believe, you know, leaky gut leads to leaky heart. And so what happens is, is now your blood vessels 
and the blood vessels of your heart, your coronary arteries, they become leaky, meaning things get into the inside of the blood vessels that where you don't want them, and that ultimately leads to coronary artery disease, potential for heart attack or myocardial infarction or sudden death, and then also conditions like myocarditis or heart rhythm conditions as well from this kind of leaky heart uh, theory, but it's much more of, you know, of a theory. It's, it's, it's actually very clear in the medical literature. To wrap it up, you know, again, 99% of cardiologists have no idea what we're talking about, but that's just the fault of their medical training, which of course is strictly pharmaceutical and, and surgical based. Yeah, for sure. And so we know that when there's leaky gut or intestinal hyperpermeability, like you talked about, it drives up inflammation in the body. And this kind of leaky gut, leaky heart connection, you're saying the endothelial lining or the the very inner lining, because there's different layers of the heart, very inner lining is kind of held together, again, similar to the gut, right? It's kind of held together by, you know, little, I don't know if it's tight junctions. You may know the, the actual architecture there a little better, but it's held together and they can be, that, that endothelial lining can become more permeable as well. Is that what you're saying here? Yeah, no, for sure. And and they are there is a lot of uh similarity, you know, certainly again in the in the intestines and in the lungs, it's called those are epithelial cells. So those are almost like skin type cells. Uh and the and the inner lining of the blood vessels is called the, called the endothelium, but there's so much sim similarity and uh, similarity for example in the zonulin protein. So zonulin is a protein that allows those tight junctions to open up appropriately. But when we have too much zonulin, now we've got that uh, that hyperpermeability where again, the, the gut leaks, the heart leaks, and now you open up those endothelial junctions as well, those tight junctions that you mentioned. And that just allows for proteins to get into the areas where we don't want them. We don't want uh, the inflammatory cells to easily get into that space. And that again is measurable. We can measure zonulin levels. It's something that you do. It's something that I do. It's something that a lot of holistic practitioners do. Again, the medical doctors are just not addressing the connection between the gut and the, the heart. And certainly we could talk about leaky brain. We could talk about leaky liver. We can talk about leaky genitalia. We can talk about leaky anything where again, that protective barrier is malfunctioning. And then of course, what doctors like you and I do is, you know, is, is to go after, well, why does somebody have that leaky gut or intestinal permeability and therefore suffer all the illnesses associated with it? Yeah, absolutely. And so when proteins and inflammatory proteins and obviously lipids slip in through that endothelial lining and kind of get into the actual vascular tissue itself, it can drive inflammation in that area and damage the tissue. And then scar tissue starts to come in to help kind of protect it. Right. And then that is early phase of the pathogenesis of arteriosclerosis, atherosclerosis. Is this how it works? Yeah, no, it, it, that's exactly how it works. And unfortunately, again, our, our, our brethren in, in the medical community just don't understand it. Like they continue to think that it's an LDL problem. They think mm -hmm. it's a quote unquote, a bad cholesterol issue. Mm -hmm. And it's not, again, the human body just doesn't make mistakes. And we have LDL commonly called the bad cholesterol. We have LDL and that serves a purpose, right? It's made in the liver and it transports 
things around the body, you know, again, fat soluble vitamins, ADEK and, and energy molecules like triglycerides and transfers CoQ10 has a tremendous antioxidant capability. So LDL has a purpose, HDL has a purpose. But the problem is, is that when the LDL circulates around too long for a variety of reasons, mostly leading, uh, mostly having to do with hepatic uh, dysfunction. And again, the inability of the liver to clear these old LDL particles. Well, now the LDL particles, they become older and in doing so they're smaller, they become damaged in a process of, of oxidation and oxidative stress, which is easily measurable and clearly linked to cardiovascular uh, events, heart attack, stroke, dying. And the it's the oxidized LDL that is easily taken up into the coronary arteries. And then from there, right, it's swallowed up by the immune system. These monocytes become macrophages, macrophages become foam cells. And then to, you know, to, you know, to where you were alluding to, those foam cells die. And in the de de death and destruction process, they become cal you know, calcified areas. And then that leads to instability of the coronary plaque and then ultimately to rupture. So, um, you know, that's, that's really where it all starts. And I think in a lot of ways, it goes back to that healthy liver. Healthy liver, of course, ties in with the healthy guts. And if we can just make sure that we give the gut what it needs, take away the poisons that it doesn't need, well, that's going to be the answer. The answer is not in the pharmaceutical space. For anyone who's listening again, they're thinking about, well, you know, again, statins were recommended or blood pressure drugs were recommended. Those are a very... Uh, lame attempt at a Band-Aid approach, and they're just—they just don't work. They just, you know, again, blood pressure drugs can lower blood pressure, statin drugs can lower cholesterol, but as far as meaningful changes to decreasing your risk of heart attack, stroke, and dying, uh, at best, uh, it is—it is a small benefit. Uh, and at their worst, according to some literature, they actually increase cardiac events and actually increase your chances of dying, according to some studies. So please understand that there is definitely a, a, a much better approach than what standard doctors are offering. Yeah, that's super important to understand because statins will damage the mitochondria within the cell that produces all the energy. And if we're going to have a healthy gut, if we're going to have um, a healthy vascular system, if we're going to have a healthy liver, we need healthy mitochondria. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, so much, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you and I talk about, you know, well, you know, Hippocrates said this, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like, what, what's, what's the, what's the first thing to break, or what's the most important thing? And I think ultimately, a lot of people certainly now talk about, it's the mitochondria, right? And disease all starts in the mitochondria, the fuel factories of the cells that produce cellular energy, but produce, uh, you know, cellular water and maintain, you know, the electromagnetic fields and also lead to uh, you know, start the process of mitophagy and autophagy. And I know you've written extensively about all these things as well. But yeah, statin drugs, I mean, yeah, they're mitochondrial poison. I mean, it's, it's, it, that's what they do is they inhibit the enzyme called HMG-CoA reductase. And whenever you inhibit uh, something that's naturally occurring in the body, you're going to have consequences. Now, one thing that the medical system would say is a positive is that you decrease the production of cholesterol. Uh, because again, it's how you make cholesterol is through a multi, multi, multi-step process that essentially turns food or fuel into uh, in, into cholesterol. Now, you and I would both say, well, cholesterol again is is 
It's very important. All animal species have cholesterol. The chicken egg contains cholesterol for a reason. Human breast milk and all milk contains cholesterol for a reason. And our bodies need cholesterol to make vitamin D and the hormones and the digestive processes. And in fact, the cellular membrane or the two brains of the cell is loaded with cholesterol. And in fact, the mitochondria has a pretty fair amount of cholesterol inside of that as well, including the other organelles or you know the tiny uh, uh, you know, structures inside all cells. So again, like cholesterol is very important. So if you're not making cholesterol, bad things are gonna happen. Cell membrane, mitochondrial function, you name it. To your point, again, you don't make CoQ10, which is part of the electron transport chain to make ATP in cellular water. You also limit the production of something called heme A, and heme A is a protein that is found inside of cytochrome C oxidase, or the fourth cyto, you know, the fourth uh, a molecule in the electron transport chain. And if you're not making heme, well, you're going to have dysfunctional uh, cytochrome C oxidase, and therefore limit your production of ATP, cellular energy, cellular water, and you're going to just suffer from this uh, this this energy drain. And if you have deficient cellular energy, anybody can imagine that, yeah, it's going to lead to uh, horrific consequences. So the other thing, you know, do, uh, David, you know, that I talk about is that another thing that's made that is inhibited by statin drugs is Dolacol. And Dolacol is a steroid-like molecule that is in, uh, it, it's, it's the highest concentration is actually in the substantia nigra of the midbrain. Now, the substantia nigra is a very important structure in the other brain as all brain structures are very important uh, and that really has to do with movement and, and ultimately disorders of the substantia nigra lead to movement disorders such as parkinson's uh and and the like that would be the most famous you know one and there's many others but parkinson's obviously is afflicting uh, millions and millions of people and it could be you know benign essential tremor all these things that are in the substantia nigra well dolacol is located in the cells of the substantia nigra. So uh, the literature tells us that statin drugs actually inhibit dolacol production. Biochemistry, we can see it, but we can actually see it uh, uh, functionally, where again, it's limited. And ultimately, that's why there's plenty of data that links statin drugs to movement disorders, such as uh, Parkinson's. So no free lunch with yeah. statin drugs. Uh, I have not written a prescription for statin drugs in about nine years. And uh, there really is no no place for that, I believe, in, in medicine. Yeah, it's really good to know because so many people out there are concerned about their cholesterol or have been told they should be on a cholesterol-lowering medication or have a family member or friend that has. So really important to understand that. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you guys about how important electrolytes are. We all need them. And that includes sodium, potassium, and magnesium which play a key role in energy production. You see a lot of the fatigue and brain fog that people are experiencing is actually due to low electrolytes. And then when you sweat, or if you're practicing a low carb diet or, or intermittent fasting, your electrolyte needs actually increase. And if the electrolytes aren't replaced, it's common to experience headaches, muscle cramps and fatigue. Now, a lot of people out there will go and they'll drink sports drinks, but the average sports drink has 29 grams of sugar and it doesn't have a science-backed ratio of electrolytes. And that is why I wanted to introduce you to my friends over at Element. Element is a healthy alternative because it's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. 
That means a lot of electrolytes with no sugar. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for those following a keto, low carb, or paleo diet. Element contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio with none of the junk, no sugar coloring, artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, just electrolytes and stevia, and it gets results. You will notice uh, it's refreshing and you'll notice it pick up in your energy and your mental clarity when you drink it. Now, as a member of our community, Element has a very special offer for you. You can get a free sample pack with any order on their site. Each sample pack contains a number of great flavors. I really like the citrus, the raspberry, the orange salt, and the watermelon are all fantastic. They also have an unflavored. So if you don't want any stevia, they have an unflavored as well. And so when you get the sample pack, you get to try all of them out. And so all you need to do is go to the website, drink lmnt.com forward slash dr jockers again that's drink lmnt.com forward slash dr jockers and when you order anything on their site you'll get a free sample pack to try out all the different flavors you guys are going to love it check it out again drink lmnt.com forward slash dr jockers check it out today now you were mentioning how the liver actually helps to filter out the LDL particles so that they're not in circulation too long. How does it do that? Is it by putting it into the bile and then obviously the bile then pushes out into the small intestine and then becomes part of our stool and we're actually pooping it out. Is that the main way that uh, the liver is processing the, the LDL cholesterol? Yeah, that's certainly a way for the body to get rid of, I guess, kind of excess or, or you, yeah. know, uh, you know, no longer necessary, you know, cholesterol. Uh, but uh, you know, again, you know, we know the cholesterol is so important because we do have what's called the enterohepatic circulation. So actually, our body reabsorbs. You know, again, we put it into mm. you know the liver and the, and the gallbladder uh, and into the bile to help us uh, emulsify and, and digest fats. And then the body later on wants to reabsorb all that because it's just like it, it's gold. I mean, the body has used so much energy. Uh, uh, and it's such an important thing. The body actually wants to reabsorb that, which again, just shows how important it really is. But ultimately, we're also talking about how the liver has these this tiny catcher's mitts. If we think of them as, as the catcher's mitt, these little baseball gloves that pull LDL out of circulation. So as the LDL has served its purpose, now the liver helps to grab onto those molecules and now bring it inside of the cells of the liver, break them down through normal processes, and then reutilize a lot of the structures to make new LDLs and other things that are necessary. And that's just part of general health and wellness. But if your liver is not functioning optimally, for a whole variety of reasons. And again, that could be just, again, you're not eating the right foods, the right lifestyle, the right thought processes, uh, environmental toxins and pollutants, alcohol, for example, all these things that just inhibit the normal natural function of the liver, then again, you're not gonna clear out those old LDL particles and they're gonna circulate and lead to inflammation, oxidative stress, and ultimately to coronary artery disease. So in the time of Hippocrates, again, right, uh, you know, back in days of uh, ancient Greece and ancient Romes, and 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 even, uh, you know, again in, in in biblical days, they just didn't have the the toxins that that we're exposed to. I mean, it, it wasn't even anything uh, close to it. There was not 
the uh, pesticides and phthalates and and VOCs and certainly the EMF and everything that would potentially uh, interfere with uh, with liver function. Uh, you know, a lot of what we talk about these days is is mold and mold mycotoxicity. Mold is a serious hepatotoxin. Again, that's that's talked about in the Old Testament, you know, uh, as well in the in the book of uh, you know Leviticus, where they kind of give through this whole description of what to do if you're living in a moldy home, uh, and and ultimately if you can't. Uh, uh, back in those days remediate, they're basically saying, mm -hmm. not only should you break down your home, but you should also make sure that you move the, the, the uh, contaminants of the home, the mold parts, you, you should move that like a mile away from your home uh, because they recognize how important that is. So again, I think as people look at uh, ultimately, you know, where sickness, uh, a lot of it stems from, uh, I would say, you know, it's, you know, these violations of eat well, live well, think well, inside of live well is is mold mycotoxicity from water damaged buildings. And I think that, uh, uh, you know, again, I know that, you know, you've seen and, and talked to thousands and thousands of people in your career, hundreds of thousands, of people, millions of people, you know, who are suffering. And I think the mold story really helps to um, uh, encompass why so many people have problems despite the fact they're eating well and they're going to the chiropractor, they're getting adjusted and they're getting the sunshine, the sleep, you're bringing the mold thing. And then again, mold is known to disrupt the gut microbiome and mold definitively and mold mycotoxins lead to intestinal hyperpermeability or leaky gut and then therefore a leaky heart. Yeah, it's a really big issue. It's a really big issue. And anytime we see people that are just not getting better, even though they're following the right principles, They've cleaned up their diet, their lifestyle, they're taking good supplements, they're getting out in the sun, they're doing all the right things, but yet they're not getting better. We always have to look at mold because, you know, it can be a silent epidemic too. Like, it's not like you obviously see it in your house or you smell it. Oftentimes it's hidden behind your walls. And uh, so we've got to do a deeper investigation. I know uh, you and your team are, are doing that as well and seeing that as well. And so what are some, what are some tests outside of like looking at mold? What are some tests that you like to look at, like a general screening that can really help somebody understand if perhaps they've got like a leaky gut slash leaky heart issue going on? Well, I think that anytime somebody has inflammation as, as measured in symptoms of, of aches and pains and just kind of generalized, you know, swelling or even things like fatigue, whatever your symptoms are, consider that you do have leaky gut, uh, we can measure the the leaky gut through a variety of different tests. I happen to like the testing done over at uh, Vibrant and they're what's called the wheat zoomer. And the wheat zoomer is the leaky gut analysis. So it's looking at zonulin, it's looking at, at actin and the immune response against actin. It's also looking at lipopolysaccharides. And then it does about 30 to 40 different antibodies looking for gluten, you know, gliadin, glutenin sensitivity, and the non-gluten components of wheat uh, antibodies. So, right, everybody's an antibody expert over the last couple of years, right? You know, do you have COVID antibodies, COVID antibodies, test this, test that. Well, again, the immune system creates antibodies targeted against gluten and the non-gluten components of wheat. And again, a whole variety of different proteins. And again, Vibrant does it very extensively. A lot of people have had gluten testing and they say they're, they're normal. Well, they only were tested for one or two antibodies. Well, when you test it much more extensively, we tend to uncover a lot more. And I know you see that obviously in your, in your patients uh, as well. But to circle back to the components of the 
weed zoomer, the leaky gut part, where again, we're looking at the zonulin protein. So we're seeing high levels of zonulin protein, which is correlated with leaky gut. And then of course the immune response to zonulin, again, so if we're attacking zonulin, it becomes dysfunctional. And if we're attacking actin, now that comes into play as well. Now let's circle back on actin and take a look at what actin is. Actin is a protein along with myosin that's in all muscular tissue. Actin is also involved in cellular division. So actin is a protein that is just as important as oxygen. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, yeah. it's ubiquitous in every cell. And if our immune system is attacking the actin protein, for example, inside of a muscle cell, like your biceps, triceps, quads, and glutes, or your immune system is kind of like this, what's often termed as autoimmune attack on the muscle tissue of your gut, right? Your mouth to your rear. Again, it's all you know, peristalsis. It's all muscle driven. So if your immune system is attacking that, you're going to have problems with your, with your gut and therefore leaky gut and all the things associated with it. But ultimately, if your heart muscle is being attacked or the muscular tissue of your arteries, which are loaded with smooth muscle as well inside of your arteries, if your immune system is attacking your heart muscle and the muscle tissue of your arteries, think about the destruction of what that is. And we can actually measure that. Now, again, 99.9% .9 of cardiologists have no clue what we're talking about. It's just not what we're taught. But if you look at that, I think that's a critical marker. And then ultimately, how do we know people are getting better? Well, you've got high immune response, and then we test you again in the future based on, uh, on changes that we do. Then, you know, again, you see improvement there, and then you will know that you're getting better. And then to wrap this up, the, the anti-lipopolysaccharides that is showing your immune system is attacking gram what's called, you know, basically, you know, bacteria circulating around your blood. And if you have high levels of circulating bacteria, increased risk of heart attack, stroke, and dying, and cancer, and then brain disease, and everything else. And if you're, we can show evidence that your antibody production against that is at a high level, it's clearly problematic. And David, you know, the other thing, you know, with that also, I think that really goes back to not only leaky gut, but also leaky teeth. So if people have a lot of dental yeah. infections, periodontal disease, uh, root canal teeth, that's gonna lead to high antibody production in that space of, of lipopolysaccharides, and that ultimately leads to inflammation. Right? All cardiologists know inflammation's bad, but their response, of course, is pharmaceuticals, where you and I come in and we see somebody with inflammation, now we're just gonna go into the reversal process of why do they have inflammation? If you have abnormal lipids, there's a reason why. It's not that your body is trying to cause heart disease or trying to cause heart attacks. If you have dyslipidemia, it is up to your practitioner to help you find out why. And then when you find the why and you reverse that, that's the 100-year heart plan. That is ultimate health and wellness and thrival as opposed to survival. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite supplements. It's called Curcumin Gold. You guys know I'm a huge advocate of turmeric, this Indian spice and the different polyphenols and compounds in there that help reduce inflammation. The most well-studied is curcumin. Curcumin has been shown to outperform your typical non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol in many different studies by reducing pain and inflammation without the harmful side effects. And what I love about the curcumin gold 
is that it contains turmeric curcumin extract. It contains vegan omega-3s made from algae, the long chain uh, omega-3 called DHA, which is so powerful for the brain, so powerful for heart health and reducing inflammation. It also has ginger oil. Those carefully selected ingredients support healthy joint function and address the root cause of inflammation within your body. Now, trust me when I say you won't find anything else on the market quite like this. In fact, my friends over at Purality Health have a patented formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology, which delivers nutrients directly into your bloodstream. And it's proven to be 800% more efficient than traditional supplements. Even better, it's backed by a 180-day money-back guarantee. And today, we have a 30% off coupon just for you. Visit PurityHealth.com. Use the coupon DRJ to access 30% off today. Yeah, that was a really good rundown. And so, uh, you know, just to summarize there, he's looking at all these these proteins that can be damaged by our body's own immune system, actin, uh, myosin, zonulin, which again, we we release in order to uh, create some level of permeability to get nutrients out. But when it gets out of range, we get that hyperpermeability. So these are all important things to look at. LPS, which is the outer cell wall of gram-negative bacteria. And we call it endotoxin because it drives a, a very, very powerful inflammatory response because the body, our innate intelligence is always trying to be aware at, at the the overall amount of bacteria or the microbial load in the bloodstream, because that's a, a risk to dying from sepsis, from a, you know an immediate uh, life-threatening situation. And so it's driving up inflammation the more that LPS number goes up. And so these are really great markers. And I know you guys do this over at, at naturalheartdoctor.com. So you guys, if you're looking for you know somebody to get to the root cause of any kind of cardiovascular issues or actually do in-depth testing like this, check him out at naturalheartdoctor.com. And Dr. Jack, last question, like what are some of the the best prevention strategies, healing strategies that you like to use with your clients when it comes to supporting the gut, supporting overall heart health? Uh, you know, we just, we always operate under the umbrella of, you know, eat well, live well, think well, right? So eating the right foods, free range, uh, grass-fed animals, nose to tail nutrition, including the organs, uh, uh, seafood is just a penultimate strategy. We do advise everyone to go or, uh, uh, 100% organic, you know, certainly, I guess, whenever possible as a caveat, but certainly given that as a goal to be 100% organic, any kind of pesticide glyphosate, it's going to damage the intestines, uh, you know, lead to leaky gut. Uh, and then, you know, the, uh, you know, and going gluten-free. So those are kind of like our four things, you know, regarding nutrition. And again, to your you know point as well, you know, we love to incorporate intermittent fasting, of course, which you're an expert in. Uh, and I think that's definitely a phenomenal strategy. And you and I have talked about this before, how people with coronary artery disease, and we can think about the, the fasting process of it. And as people go into extended duration fasting, and what that means to coronary artery disease reversal as the body starts to use that old plaque that it doesn't need, it starts to use it for fuel. It's a beautiful thing. And, and we see that clinically as well in people who have you know CT scans kind of before and after uh, and see the changes there. Although I'm against CT scanning, we do have a lot of evidence of, of people who, who have done that and then shown uh, coronary artery calcification reversal. So that's the eat well component, you know, the live well, right? It's the sunshine, it's the sleep you know, the ability of the sun to come in directly into, you know, right in through the skin of, of your, you know, of your abdomen and directly impact the gut. 
Uh, and then ultimately, as your skin is a solar panel to harness the power of the sun to influence the gut microbiome and, and the intestinal permeability as well. So again, the sun, the sleep, all those things that are critical, making sure that your living environment is safe and keeping your chemical load down and keeping your mold burden down. Mold's always going to be present in the environment, but we just need to make sure that we're not just being overburdened with excessive mold uh, contamination getting under chiropractic care again the you know the brain through the autonomic nervous system uh through the uh, you know cranial nerves everything is all connected you know the heart is connected through the vagus nerve uh to the you know to the to the brain and that vagus nerve also controls all gastrointestinal activity as well so you know again being under the care of a doctor of chiropractic is absolutely critical holistic dentistry and then our thought processes right just kind of keeping as crazy as the world is trying to keep our stress levels uh, low and manageable and finding spirituality and finding community and finding that sense of purpose. Uh, all these things are all absolutely critical uh, as we deal with uh, our health issues. Really, really good stuff. And, and one last follow-up. I know you travel a lot. You told me that you're uh, you know, traveling to, I think, three or four different states right now with, with your boys doing some mountain biking. So how do you follow an all organic diet when you're traveling like that? What are what are some of the the steps and some of the kind of secret keys that you do for that? Well, that's a great question. And I like to say again, like for the first 35 years of my life, I was uh, the Chicago deep dish, Italian beef, hot dog guy. Uh, and then I met my wife and she opened up my eyes to what it really means to be healthy and well. And again, I saw so much sickness around me. I saw sickness in my own family, including the, the ultimate death of my father in his early 60s. So I, I definitely wanted to make that change. And in doing that change, yeah, you have to make an effort because the world is against you, right? The world is against you. Uh, when you're at home, the world is against you. When you're traveling, it's just the way corporations are in just the, the, the modern lifestyle. So I guess to answer your question, you know, when we go places, I find places where we can eat. I find the organic grocer. I find the local co-op. I find the restaurants that we could go to. I get onto social media and I talk to people in that area. Hey, we're going to such and such location. Anybody have any recommendations? I mean, that's all available on the internet. It's all absolutely spectacular. Uh, and uh, it takes a little bit of legwork, but it can be done. It can be done and it must be done in order for you to maintain your health. But also I wanna support these places. If I'm going on a trip to whether it's, you know, Chicago or Atlanta or Miami or, you know, LA or anywhere in between. I want to be able to support the people who are doing it right. And us personally, we never compromise. I don't follow the 80-20 rule. Uh, we are, again, our goal is always searching for organic and that's where we live. And the other thing too is like, you know, tra you know being prepared, traveling with foods, you know, as well. So, you know, again, having a cooler full of, you know, let's just say it's, uh, you know, different fruits and vegetables or, uh, you know, having you know, cans of sardines or having freeze-dried uh, liver, you know, at your disposal. It, it, it can be done. And, 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 you know, to that point, it's also not as only is it healthier, it tends to be cheaper. Like, again, if you're going to be on an airplane flight, you can buy some garbage in an airport or you can have a bag of walnuts or you can be the guy like me who opens up a can of sardines on the airplane and, uh, you know, we'll teach someone some lessons uh, visually and uh, 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 olfactory, uh, you know, wise as they smell my sardines on the plane. But uh, hey, that, that's how we stay healthy. That's and that's how we change the world and make the world a healthier place for you know for for the children, for the adults, and for the animals and for the planet itself. That's great. Well, I love it, Jack. I mean, you're an inspiration to us all. We appreciate you, your family, and your message. So thanks so much, guys. Check them out. Natural Heart 
doctor.com. Again, if you or a family member, Benny needs, I mean, we know heart disease is number one killer. So go out, get tested with him. His team works virtually with people. They also, you know, obviously you come in as well for consults. And so um, any, any more information on how people can work with you guys? Yeah, you know, more certainly natural heart doctor. You're not the first who's uh, who's called it natural <laughs> health doctor, and and that's okay. I, I I'll accept that moniker as you know as well. But uh, you know, and also you know, if anybody wants a copy of my book, my book is available mm. for free, freeheartbook.com. They can go to that and get and get a copy as well. But again, I appreciate you know the opportunity for me to get this information out there and. Uh, appreciate all the work that you're doing as well to get the message of health and wellness and just so excited about the future of of you know health and wellness and just being able to help billions of people uh you know on their path very excited wonderful thanks so much again dr wolfson be blessed everybody well that's all for this show and i want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.